Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favorite resources, books, etc., etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 55 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and on today's show, I'm talking about one of my favourite things, that is morning routines. More specifically, I'm going to be giving you some ideas, strategies, things you can implement in your day-to-day routine to make it more productive. And I'm going to be using ideas which have come from the fantastic, fantastic book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have covered this book in a previous episode, but I wanted to give you more context around an idea that James talks about called habit stacking, which will make your morning routines 10 times more productive. So if that sounds interesting to you, do stay tuned. Before we jump into the main body, I just wanted to share a review which has come through this week from the lovely Katie. Katie featured on episode 52 of Entrepreneurs Can Party and she has the dreamiest job in the world. For every single day, she gets to make chocolate for a living. It's very interesting stuff and well worth checking out. So Katie wrote, Scott's episodes are so insightful and not only are his guests incredibly inspirational, but so is he. Scott asks really interesting questions to get the best out of everyone he talks to and has such a calm, laid-back attitude. He makes it very easy to chat. Thank you so much, Katie. That means a lot. If you too would like to have a review read out on Entrepreneurs Can Party, you can leave a review for the podcast. Not only will you get a, a shout out here, but also it just helps me get the podcast out to more people. The way the ranking algorithm works means that the more reviews and downloads you get for a podcast, the more exposure it gets on Apple's podcasts and means potentially more people can listen to it. So by leaving a review, not only will you get a shout out, but you'll be definitely, definitely helping me. And I really appreciate every single person who has left a review to date. There'll be a link to do that in the show notes, so if you are wanting to leave a review, you can do that, or just simply search Entrepreneurs Can Party on Apple Podcasts, and you'll be able to find, if you scroll to the bottom, you'll be find the section where you can leave a review. Alrighty, let's jump into today's show, which is all about morning routines and habit stacking. So yes, today's episode is all about morning routines and habit stacking, Two of my favourite topics. Now, for anyone who's listened to this podcast before, you'll know that I'm a big fan of morning routines. Actually, not just morning routines, evening routines as well, but definitely morning routines, because I strongly believe that having a productive, solid morning routine kind of sets you up for the rest of your day. And obviously, a great life is a series of great days. So if you can have a great day, have a great life. That's the basic idea. So I'm going to be sharing with you some strategies I guess if you want to call it that or ideas or things you might look to implement that can hopefully help you have a productive morning routine or at least a very useful morning routine that doesn't just kind of pass you by it's one that you kind of take initiative of take control of and own it and by doing this you'll have a good day and then obviously a good life as well 
All right, so to get started, I thought I'd kind of detail very quickly what habit stacking is because it's not my idea. I have taken it from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, fantastic book, which there will be a link to in the show notes. And the idea is that if you can build really productive habits on top of each other, small habits initially, by doing so, you'll be able to tick off or kind of hit multiple goals at once, multiple of your own personal goals at once. For example, before I kind of go into my morning routine more detail, one of the things that I'm looking to do is learn Spanish. I have been doing for the last couple of years, and not just Spanish, but more recently Chinese Mandarin as well, which is something I picked up probably 2015, I believe, before I went to China, because in China no one speaks English, so you have to kind of learn Chinese. And it was great, and I really enjoyed it, and for six months prior to going to China, and then obviously when I was in China, I could speak fairly conversational-ish Chinese Mandarin and a lot of the natives over there understood me which obviously goes that helps but yeah I lost it essentially five years later I can barely speak a word of it so I'm looking to pick that back up again. Anyway my morning routine let's kind of dive into this and the reason I'm gonna dive into mine is because then I'll try and pick out some pros some cons of I suppose this routine but also routines in general and then what you can learn from mine and maybe what skills and what things you can implement in your room to have a productive morning routine. Okay so mine is as follows. So during the week I'll wake up at about 20 to 6. That is pretty consistent and I will typically get out of bed do some stretching usually my lower back because it's in a bit of pain or it can be and I'll down a bottle of water and this bottle of water usually a litre or two a couple of litres so down that almost as soon as I wake up get my clothes ready on my bed go downstairs have a cold shower cold shower typically lasts a couple of minutes so not that long but whilst I'm in the shower this is where the havoc stacking starts to come into it I'll kind of expand on this I take a moment to think of three things I'm grateful for and the reason I tie it to the shower is because usually this is something I forget to do but by tying it into the cold shower it reminds me okay time to do some gratitude and obviously it takes my mind off the cold shower as well because it's never pleasant even though I've been doing the cold shower thing for the last couple of years it still never gets easier I'm always kind of perching on the edge of the bath ready to dive into the shower anyway cold shower typically last a couple of minutes do my uh, three things I'm grateful for whilst having a shower I then jump out the shower turn off the taps and turn them back on but this time onto hot <laughs> hot uh, taps do my hair wash my body etc then get out, go upstairs, get changed, and this is where the habit stacking really comes into its own, because I then do Spanish for about 20 minutes, and when I say do Spanish, what I mean is I either read through the notes that me and my tutor have been going through, or work he set for me, or read Harry Potter and Le Piedra Filosofal, which is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I've been reading this for the last couple of years and I'm nearly, nearly at the end of the time of this recording and hopefully I'll be able to move on to the second book very soon. But it's in Spanish. So essentially I've been reading Harry Potter in Spanish. The reason I chose this book just out of curiosity was because I know the story so I didn't really have to think too much about what the plot was which can be difficult to maintain when you're trying to read it in another language because you're so focused on the words and the sentences that you sometimes forget where it's all going. So yeah, I wanted to pick a story that was familiar to me, hence Harry Potter and the Piedra Filosofal. Okay, so that's my Spanish, do that for 20 minutes. 
then I will go on my phone for about 10-15 minutes, usually to check messages and check emails that have come through during the night or during the day, and I also spend a good portion of that time actually reaching out to people on Instagram. So this idea that the best, one of the most productive ways to build your following is to actually engage with other people. So I make sure that I do this. I I have talked about this in a previous episode, I believe, and actually my strategies around reaching out, which is very specific. So yeah, you can find that on the backlog somewhere. I'll provide a link to that in the show notes as well. So that's what I do. Moving on from that, I then do 20 minutes meditation. So just to kind of give you a reference point, in my room, I'll do this stuff learning Spanish and reaching out and going on my phone, on my bed. Then I'll move on to my desk chair. So to do the meditation, just find it a comfier place to actually do meditation. So I close my eyes. I turn on the One Giant Mind app. Again, there'll be a link to that in the show notes. Fantastic app, which actually guides you through how to learn uh, Transcendental Meditation, TM which is a form of meditation which uses a mantra, very tangible words which you repeat in your mind. And actually when I was listening to Hugh Jackman talk about Transcendental Meditation on the Tim Ferriss Show, he talked about this idea that having a mantra lets your brain, your monkey mind, kind of pick up something quite, quite tangible and it can kind of go with it. And you're kind of instructing your monkey mind to climb up a pole and then climb back down and then climb back up and then climb back down, and then climb back up, and climb back down, etc. So it's got something to do, kind of ties it out, and it distracts your mind, and basically gives it that space to uh, get clear. So it starts off really cloudy, as your mind is all over the place, full of thoughts, you repeat this mantra that's specific to you, and over time your mind kind of clears. It's a really strange sensation, and I can't actually explain it properly. You just have to kind of experience it. So the One Giant Mind is great for teaching you Transcendental Meditation, and I'd highly recommend it. It's free, you don't have to pay anything, and it's free for life as well. So yes, very, very useful app. I'll provide a link to it in the show notes. So that's what I do for 20 minutes in my chair, typically. Some of the times this meditation is great, some of the times it just doesn't, nothing happens, and other times I'm just constantly still thinking. The first 10 minutes typically are just me thinking about stuff, and then eventually my mind either gets tired of thinking about stuff, or I remember that actually what I'm meant to be doing is meditating, so I kind of remind myself of the mantra. Anyway, that's what I do for 20 minutes. Following this, I then learn Chinese Mandarin, more specifically Chinese Mandarin characters. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Chinese language, there are, I believe, over a thousand characters which make up the Chinese language. It's, it's kind of similar in ways to the, the alphabet that we use, just as just a lot more letters and a lot more things to it. So yeah, I'm trying to learn the Chinese characters using a book called Total Learning Chinese Characters, I believe. I'll provide a link to it in the show notes. And it's great because it uses stories to help you learn these Chinese characters and it kind of ties the the way they're drawn to elements and to various things, pictures you can envisage and then it also gets you to think about the pronunciation using other various ways and systems. I'm not doing it justice, I'm not really explaining it that well. 
I just say check it out. If you're interested in learning Chinese Mandarin, more specifically learning how to write and pronounce the Chinese characters, then it is a great book. So I've been using that. It's one I used before when I learned Chinese, and now it's one I've kind of gone back to. And it's funny how much I have been able to remember, actually, from the first time around, which is somewhat satisfying. So that's what my Chinese looks like. Typically, yeah, 10 minutes on this. If I get through five characters, I'm very happy. There's also tests throughout this book, so they kind of get you to test what characters you've learned to date. So that's very helpful as well. So I'll either do one of those exercises or, yeah, learn about five characters each day. And then I move downstairs, have some breakfast, usually just a banana and some Cheerios, very basic, uh, with almonds milk, usually, or semi-skim milk, whatever's in the house. And whilst I'm doing this, this is a recent addition, but I now read whilst I'm having breakfast, just on my Kindle, a book that's usually kind of around business or marketing, just because it's something I'm interested in at the moment. But that's not to say it wouldn't be non-fiction otherwise, or fiction, or whatever it is. Just something to read. I say this is a new edition because usually what I used to do was just watch really pointless YouTube videos, whether it was just my favourite comedies, or sports, or... Yeah, to be honest, those were the two main things. So I just watched YouTube videos. Not very productive. Didn't really set me up for a great day at work. So I figured, you know what? Let's do some reading. It's a bit more productive bit more meat for my brain to get its head around and it usually sets me up better for a day at work and you know what that is usually the routine obviously I then clean my teeth after I have breakfast and then yeah I basically start work from there so that routine just to kind of recap it in terms of time waking up at 20 to 6 and then that lasts all the way through to about 8 o'clock so it takes up a considerable chunk of time and that's where I'm going to kind of go on to now in terms of the pros and cons of having a more morning routine and habit stacking. So just to kind of clarify that habit stacking, which I didn't really do throughout that, I realise now. Habit stacking is this idea that you can put one thing on top of the other to one, make you remember that you've got something to do. And secondly, if it's a habit you don't really want to do, then you can tie it with one that you kind of do want to do, almost like a reward, so that it's like, okay, once I've done this habit, then I've got something to look forward to. For example, I love to read. So for me, pairing that Chinese characters with reading, i.e. I've got to do my Chinese characters before I get to read, is really helpful and a really good way of me forcing myself in some ways to actually do that Chinese learning. Would I do it otherwise? Not so sure I was, so it's useful in that. So pros and cons of having a morning routine. The pros to begin with, becomes automatic. So it's funny actually, when I'm not uh, on the weekends, I'm a bit more lax with my routine, but I still get into this habit of waking up at the same time, doing, I still do Spanish every day, but sometimes I forget to do Chinese. But if I do the meditation, then automatically my mind kind of goes towards my Chinese book and I actually just pick it up without me realising. It's very strange. And then usually I'll just go downstairs and have some breakfast. So it, it just becomes automatic. It means you're not having to think about what it is you've got to do, what skills you've got to tick off today. It just gets done. And tying in with that, by doing it in the morning, so this is the second pro, I guess, by doing it in the morning, you don't have to think about it for the rest of the day particularly prevalent this for me when it comes to uh, outreaching on Instagram and other social media because 
even though I do enjoy it, it is quite a drain. It does kind of drain me mentally. So by doing it early in the morning when I've got high energy, it just means I can do it without really having to kind of worry about it for the rest of the day. So it's really useful for that as well. Third pro, get to learn new skills. Learning Chinese, learning Spanish, doing meditation, which is a constant practice. These are things that I wanted to do, things that I want to get better at, to eventually, in terms of the Chinese and Spanish, I want to speak them both fluently, at least in the next five years, that's my goal. And, of course, I've talked about this in a previous episode, when do you master a language? There's no champagne moment, as the Heath brothers would say. So in that sense, you know, it's hard to say when I've mastered those things, or at least kind of reached my goal. But for me, I want to be in a position where I can actually have a conversation with natives in those languages. So I want to be able to have a fluent conversation with a Spanish native in five years. be honest, I can probably do that sooner, I think, because I've been doing Spanish for so long now. And Chinese, yeah, same thing. Be able to have a fluent conversation with a Chinese native in Mandarin in five years. That would be amazing. So learning these new skills in a morning routine is also very much a pro. In terms of the cons, there aren't many, but there are some that should be uh, should be made aware of. I think the first one is the fact that it is automatic. Now, I know I said this is a, a pro and actually a strength of morning routine, but it can also be a hindrance. And the reason for that is because, yeah, you just end up going through the motions a little bit and you might forget to challenge yourself. This is something I've been guilty of, particularly with Spanish, where I've been kind of reading my book, uh, Harry Potter y Piedra Filosofal, Still struggle to say that after two years. And yeah, sometimes I forget to actually learn this new vocabulary and rather than just kind of glaze over it, I have to kind of make a conscious effort to actually write these new words down in my notebook, things that I'm not sure about, ask my tutor about them. It's something I do have to kind of pinch myself and remind myself of. So yeah, there is a danger there with the routine that it just becomes so automatic that you stop thinking. And obviously I don't want you to stop thinking, I want you to keep learning. So that is something to be aware of. I suppose the other con is it means there is potentially less flexibility in your schedule. So because this routine of mine takes an hour and 40 minutes, just under two hours, it means that if I don't have those those two hours to actually do this routine, uh, typically when I'm on a holiday or away, for example, then it leaves me that feeling of being a little bit unsatisfied in the morning. It's like, ah, I haven't quite worked through my goals or worked towards my goals. And that in itself can set you up not so well for the rest of the day. So slight drawback, which I guess is why it's really important to try and build that schedule and routine into your day. And on that, actually do the routine when you can. So, you know, starting a brand new routine just a week before you're about to go on holiday probably isn't the best idea. However, if you're working full time in the nine to five, whatever, and then you start this new routine, probably a good time to do it because your routine is more stable, a bit more structured. So that is a potential con. Yeah, less flexibility. And then I guess the final thing is you do need a lot of resources, or at least in my case, to make the routine work and to make it tick. What do I mean by that? Well, learning Chinese means there's a few books I've got to have ready for me in the room. Same with Spanish, you know, there's a lot of resources that go into that. Same with meditation to some extent. I don't like switching my phone on in the morning, but obviously with the outreach on Instagram and then the meditation and the One Giant Mind app, means I do have to switch my phone on. So yeah, I guess 
they're kind of minor things, but they're again things to be aware of. You've got to have a lot of stuff. And if that, that means if you're going on holiday or going away for a few days and you want to keep up with your routine, just means you've got to remember to take some stuff with you, whether it's books, learning materials, uh, your phone, whatever it is, just something to be aware of. So why have I told you all this this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whenever you listen to this episode? Why have I told you about morning routines? I kind of highlighted it right at the top of this episode. I'm a big fan of them because I believe strongly that they do set you up for a productive day. And a great life is just a series of great days. So that's the most important thing. I think the second thing is it gets you to think about what skills you want to learn. What goals can you be working towards? I've kind of talked to you about my language learning goals. Are there any that you would like to do? You know, it doesn't just have to be about learning a language. You know, you might be wanting to get more fit. So that's something you could incorporate into a morning routine. Equally, if you're wanting to learn a new course, whether it's about psychology or, I don't know, zoology. I don't know why it popped into my head. You know, there's literally all things you could be learning about. So is there a way to incorporate some of these courses, some of these skills into your morning routine? Maybe. Have a think about it. And... The other final thing is, which is talked about actually by James in Atomic Habits, habits compound. You know, it's not like doing something once and then forgetting about it. If you can chip away at something, you know, learning a language is a good example, you know, you're not going to become fluent overnight. But if you can learn tenses or you can learn words or you can learn a bit of grammar every now and again, every day, that will build up, it will compound. And just like compounding interest in money and financial terms, this idea that interest compounds on itself so you get more and more and grows over time, it's the same with habits. Once you kind of start implementing them, you've got a foundation to work from and that foundation gives you a greater foundation for the next time, next time, next time, etc, etc. So can you squeeze 10 minutes each morning to add to your morning routine? Can you squeeze 10 minutes of learning a language into your morning routine? Can you squeeze 10 minutes of doing push-ups into your morning routine if you want to get fitter? Can you squeeze 10 minutes of reading into your morning routine if you want it to read more? Can you squeeze 10 minutes of going on Instagram if you want it to grow your online following? Can you squeeze that into your routine? So many things you could think about and so many things you could look to implement into your morning routine. Bingo, how many times do I say morning routine in this episode? And yeah, I'd encourage you to really think about your morning routine. I think it can be a great asset to you if you take control of it, if you have the initiative to make it productive. So hopefully, as I tie this episode up, some of these things will be useful to you. Really appreciate you taking the time to listen today. It's slightly longer than usual, but I hope it has been useful. If there's any questions you have about it, you know, feel free to reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, at Entrepreneurs Can Party, or shoot me an email, scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com, and I would love to hear any morning routine ideas you have, because I'm always looking to expand on mine and actually improve it and tweak it. Like I said, the reading a book, super simple, but actually that's been super helpful, and that's been quite a recent addition in the morning, so, you know, always looking to expand and improve my own, so yeah very much would be keen to hear your ideas and until next time really appreciate you listening and i'll speak again very very soon do take care hey hey it's only me again and before you go i've got a very quick question for you would you like to make 2020 your best year yet 
Okay, so hopefully that's a no-brainer. And to help you to the same, I've put together my annual blueprint and strategic life plan, which is totally free for you to download today. It's broken down into nine sections and features 96 thought-provoking questions, all of which are aimed to seek clarity about the things you want and to help you make that happen. If you'd like to get your hands on my free 25-page document, visit scottstockdale.co.uk. That's scottstockdale.co.uk.